Okay, guys, welcome to week one, September 27th through October 2nd. We just did a quick video and then we had some technical errors, so we're restarting. Um, so just as a high level, uh, we have, this is the first month or so, sorry, first week of this month for the themes. We got gymnastics, electricity, discipline. You'll see things like uh, the weighted ring dips, the handstand pushups uh, mixed in, things like the wall walk, you know, all that sort of stuff that's coming from that electricity discipline. Um, mm -hmm. The ventilation is the system. So more breathing as a general high level rule. It's again, going to be kind of hard to see, but you will see things like this day, Tuesday which is uh, 90 seconds on, 30 seconds off, very ventilation-ish day, that's a word. And then barbell, we have virtuosity. <clears throat> You'll see that again, thrown out, thrown in throughout. And it ties into our double progression uh, that comes in uh, on Monday. So we have our Monday progression, the other progressions for the assessment, uh, which comes at the end of the month, neurological core and upper lower endurance. So you, again, you'll see these in the extra credits. You'll also see them um, in the days. Uh, and so anything you wanted to add to that, Brian? Yeah, you're definitely going to see a lot more hinging this week, just kind of preparing us for the upper lower endurance test um, and kind of utilizing that barbell virtuosity as well uh, with those deadlifts. So if we are doing a lot of deadlifts, you know why, because we are preparing for that, uh, that test that, or that assessment at the end of the month. And as a general idea here, we got this deadlift here on this Monday, but we also have mm -hmm. deadlifts on uh, Friday. So again, if you're wondering what's going on here, this is the reason, right? Everything's kind of being pushed yeah. from our theme idea. So Monday, now, as we dive in, we got our deadlift. It's the first of the progressions that we're doing for the month. Um, and then we're going into hang, uh, a, a couplet, eight rounds, hang power cleans and toes to bar, right? So pretty simple back and forth. We're using what we did in the deadlift. Um, we have those hang power cleans, we're spending some time going over clean progressions, uh, set up rehearse. The goal is sub seven. So you can get an, an immediate idea of how this is going to go. This will be pretty grippy just in terms of hang power clean plus toes mm -hmm. to bar. Breathe and burn is the system. And then weightlifting neurological cords, the levels consideration. So Brian, what do you have to add to this? Yeah. So this one definitely needs to be fast and unbroken to hit that seven. I think where people kind of creep over the seven is when they start to break up toes to bar and hang power cleans, mostly due to the grip, like Nathan was talking about. So a couple breaths, you know, shake the arms out before every set. That way you can keep it unbroken and pretty consistent. I think the people that did have trouble with their grip later on were kind of rushing through, right? So they do their hang power cleans and really quick grab onto the pull-up bar. So you have this time under tension, so compressed that eventually your grip just, just goes, right? So breaking those uh, up a little bit. So after your hang power cleans, shake the hands out, a couple deep breaths, then grab onto the toes to bar. Uh, and, and get those going, but uh, don't, don't rush through early on, really save that grip for, uh, for the later rounds. And you will get a little bit of breathing in there, but it's going to be a ton of, a ton of burning. And uh, once we, uh, the extra credits, once we're finished extra credit, if you do assign this, it's neurological core, we got 90 seconds, ab mat sit-ups and double unders with a one minute rest. Again, building up to our assessment at the end of the month. Um, so that's Monday, Tuesday, we have uh, four rounds. This is the breathing workout. You can see heavy breathing is the system. It's 90 seconds on, right? Of For the first station, rowing, shuttle runs, or bike, a 30-second rest, and then 90 seconds of burpees, 30-second uh, rest, and 90 seconds of box jumps, 30 seconds rest. Now, you, know, you will notice 
Uh, and just real quick, the prep, obviously removing all the uh, reviewing all the movements. When we look at this, though, this 24 minutes, it's only 30 seconds of rest. So that should tell you something, right? When you have 90 seconds to 30 seconds of rest, it really means that we've got to be focused on the breathing aspects and really maintaining the pace. So on those burpees, I do not want to do those fast. I want to do them steady. I mean, steady, fast, it can be steady, right? But I want to make sure that I'm not really going overboard. So that 30 second rest um, is it warrants, right? So I'm, I'm moving fast enough or slow enough. So that 30 second rest uh, allows me to recover yeah. before I go into my next step. So what do you, well, how'd this go? Yeah. In class? yeah, that's definitely a, a good way to put that. It's just steady, continuous movement for all 90 seconds, especially on the burpees and box jumps, because usually those are going to be harder to pace than the row. When we're, when we're on the row, you kind of have numbers, right, that you see on the screen. You're like, I know I can hold this for 90 seconds, no problem. There's no number on a screen for the burpees that tell you you're going too fast until it's too late, right? Like you won't know until that 30 second rest isn't enough um, that you went too fast. So smooth and steady on the burpees, even if it feels like you're going slow, like Nathan said, if you just keep moving for the 90 seconds, you're definitely going to get in that heavy breathing system. And then same thing on the box jump, stepping down on every single rep, making sure we're hitting crisp reps all the way through and you're not, uh, you know, letting it fall apart as you get towards the end. We had a few people that had to go down to step ups because they went a little too hot on those box jumps early on. So real steady on the box jumps and then just trying to hold whatever number that is for you on the screen. So it's calories. So whatever cows per hour uh, is on the screen that, you know, you can hold, just stick to it, breathe through it and expect, you know, each round to get a little more uncomfortable. And the real workout starts in round three and four, when you're uh, trying to hold that pace that you set in the first couple rounds on all of these, all of these movements. So the goal with any of inter any of our interval workouts, it's always, consistent reps across all the rounds so we don't want to have a steep drop off right after that second round where you're starting to feel the fatigue trying to keep that number up um, and the goal is 230 plus reps plus calories so that's quite a few you know burpees quite a few box jumps and step up so gotta stay gotta stay steady and consistent all the way through on this one yeah, and a couple notes. Uh, number one is starting at different stations logistically, right? Yep. So depending on available rowers, rowers being sort of the, the thing that is going to be limiting and the bike, uh, if that, you know, but the equipment based stuff. Um, and then uh, the second thing is just understanding that this workout, 90 seconds and 30 seconds, uh, you know, a lot of people can be like, this is boring, or why are we doing this? Or, you know, like in terms of members, mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, I, I, there's so many things we could do, but we're choosing to do intervals like this. And it's because we're hitting on a very specific, uh, you know, system. Heavy breathing is this system. Um, and we want to make sure that people get the opportunity to learn pacing, to get their breathing Definitely. down, to do, you know all these basics. And so, communicating mm -hmm. that with your clients, um, and you being uh, you know you know strong in your position as to why we're doing this, will do a lot in terms of people getting having buy-in to what you're doing, right? So if you're like, oh, I don't know, actually, I hate this too people are going to be like, why are we doing this then? Right. So you want to just yeah. make sure that you're communicating it and that you're, uh, you're bought into this process that we have here. Um, and then the accessory. So we got core accessory work, um, lie, lying leg raises, flutter kicks, plank rotations, mountain climbers. Um, after all this breathing, we have just some, some accessory work and you do have these mountain climbers in here. I'm guessing 
Brian, you can tell me, but uh, there, you should be really using this as sort of a recovery piece, uh, you know, not yeah. going crazy on the mountain climbers, but just nice and steady. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of the like flutter kicks and mountain climbers kind of get a bad rap because I think, you know, people at 24 hour fitness kind of just slam through them and don't engage their core. But you should be in a tight hollow position on those flutter kicks moving pretty consistently. They don't need to be super fast. And then same thing on the mountain climbers, super tight uh, plank position. Don't just start flailing your, your legs around, right? Hold that tight plank position, move your legs pretty controlled. Um, yeah, it doesn't need to be too quick, all for quality today. Quality. Um, and quality. then the extra credit bodybuilding strongman, you got four sets, dual kettlebell, uh, kettlebell front rack carries and Jefferson curls. This is for quality by no, in no, you should never do Jefferson curls for time. Okay. No. <laughs> like I, I'm sure everybody knows that, but don't be, you know, these should be very yeah. controlled. You should be super tight with all this. This is what we consider durability, right? Durability work, just getting all these uh, foundational things in place. So that was Tuesday, Wednesday, we have uh, rings. So we got weighted ring dips at Brown uh, and then moving down, we got bench dips, ring row uh, supports, those sorts of things at the, at the uh, earlier levels. So just keeping that in mind, making sure that everybody gets a, a chance to uh, experience the rings um, and be, you know, even at the lower levels or the earlier levels, they can still kind of get on those rings and get some. And I mean, with a level method, that's what we do a lot of. So just kind of making sure that people are getting yeah. exposed. The uh, prep, we got ring muscle ups. Uh, false grip ring rows, you know, all the basic progressions and making sure that people are familiar with the ring muscle-ups. If they can do ring muscle-ups and we're going into 12-minute AMRAP of 3, 12, and 24, three ring muscle-ups at Brown, 12 American swings, 24 double-unders. This should be a pretty high-paced workout. I should be able to consistently move through this. Um, you, we do have a VPP as the breathe, as the, uh, the system of breathe and burn primarily because of these ring muscle-ups, right? These ring muscle-ups will get fatiguing over time. And that's why we have that sort of burn aspect in there. I could keep kettlebell swings and double unders going. Uh, but at the, the earlier levels here, you will notice that we got jumping ring muscle-ups at purple leg assisted ring muscle-ups at, uh, at blue. And then we got false grip ring rows coupled with push-ups at the, at the white, yellow, orange. So you're just keeping that in mind and how we kind of think about that. So how'd this one go in class, Brian? Yeah, this one is definitely a ring muscle-up workout as Nathan was saying, right? It's going to be pretty, you know, consistent on the kettlebell swings and double unders. You could probably do 12 and 24 indefinitely for like, you know, an hour if you wanted to on kettlebell swings and double unders, but those ring muscle-ups will definitely be what slows you down. So taking a second before every single round to make sure you can hit unbroken sets on those ring muscle-ups is going to be pretty important. You don't want to burn yourself out and be slamming through rounds. And then by round four, you're just standing looking at the rings, right? We've all been coaching class and seen those members that are just staring up at the rings for like a minute before they start their set. We want to avoid that, right? To hit that breathe and burn system. You need to keep it moving. Um, and like Nathan was saying, on some of these uh, scales, we are playing with different ways to scale ring muscle-ups and workouts. Um, so if you see things kind of switch levels, so I think last week we had purple was leg-assisted and blue was jumping. It's just because we're getting feedback and also us testing in the gym. So things will change up a little bit with our ring muscle-up um, scaling, but it is being tested. It's not an accident. So if you do see th things that are a little you know, backwards, uh, as opposed to where, where it was last week, that is the reason. And then once we uh, finish that, if you do assign your extra credit, we have mobility today, right? Some basic mobility, tricep lat stretch, dead hangs, extended child's pose, uh, classic calf stretch. Mm -hmm. 
So just running through that. Uh, then Thursday, we have our uh, traffic cones. This is a, a, a pyramid. We got running and front squats. Uh, so just for, as an idea, 200 meter run, five front squats, 400 meter run, 10 front squats, 615, 410, 205. Th those mm -hmm. front squats. So this should be, um, you know, VPP, breathe and burn is the, the system. We're going to be just prepping with some uh, running warmups, just going over some just basic uh, progressions for the, the running straight leg high kicks, lunge, high knees, butt kicks, uh, just getting everybody prepped for running. And then uh, front squats, reviewing and building to the workout weight. So at Brown, you're, you're going to be using 135. So you just want to make sure you get up to that weight. And then it's just running in front squats. There is a, a classic <laughs> workout. Anybody who is um, familiar with the weightlifting world. Now this is really old knowledge in my brain. I don't really remember where it's from, but there is a, it's like 10 front squats and then a 200 or a 400 meter run. And it was like five or 10 rounds. This is way back in the day. If anybody knows, let me know, because I'm curious as to where it comes from, but you know, they do these, this, so it's very similar to that classic. That's what the first thing I thought of when I saw this workout. Um, so yeah, Brian, how'd this one go in class? This was definitely a fan favorite in class or just the fan favorite to complain about. I think in class this week, people were not, I mean, a ton of people showed up. I was surprised, but they were not pleased with, with the workout uh, because of the running and the front squats. And I think that's pretty common for everyone. When, whenever there's more than 200 meters of running, everyone's just, you know, up in arms. It's a big ordeal. Uh, but the, the main thing here is pacing that run so that you're able to keep these sets of front squats unbroken especially this middle set here if you can yeah you can see that i'm highlighting these middle sets here um just because if you start breaking up the 10s and the 15s this workout will definitely drag out past the 15 minute mark and that accumulated fatigue when you start to hit your breaking point on front squats that's going to bleed into the run your runs will get a lot slower uh if you start to fail reps of front squats obviously so a little bit slower on this front half here, the 200, 400, uh, and 600. And then, you know, in the back half, if you have a little bit of a juice left, then you can empty the tank and finish strong. But you definitely don't want to run too fast here and then get yourself in a hole on that set of 15. So it's it's really about making it past that 15, that set of 15 uh, unscathed. And yeah. by that, I mean just, you know, keeping it unbroken. And then uh, the accessory for this day, we got lower accessory, Peterson step, step ups, mm -hmm. Cossack squats, single leg glute bridge holds, right? So three sets for quality, again, making sure that every rep is super high quality, not a lot of work here, right? So it's not a ton of work, uh, but very important work. So making sure that that's uh, still thought about and talked about. The extra credit, we got recovery, 10 minute jog, bike or row, and then four minutes of stretch. Uh, times three. Now, varying the length of this is fine based on what you want, uh, but and the stretch is vague on purpose, right? So it's just do what it, what is needed for you. Preferably a nice long hold. So like if it's a straddle or whatever, you're sitting in there for a nice long period of time. Uh, so that's the extra credit. Friday, we have um, handstand pushups. So this is strict handstand pushups at Brown, piked handstand pushups at purple going down into white and yellow, which are doing dumbbell press, right? So if, for those that are uh, able to do it, practice getting inverting, getting people upside down, um, and then building that strength, these sets. Now, 
at the at the uh, you know black and and uh, red, you might want to do parallettes or deficit or stuff like that. So just kind of making sure that it, there is an adjustment that can be made based on the the higher levels. Yep. Then uh, prep, right? So for the workout itself, Magic Castle nine minute AMRAP. We got twelve deadlifts, one wall walk, twelve hand release pushups, and then one wall walk. Now you'll see that this one wall walk, 12 hand release pushups, one wall walk. I shouldn't have to get off the, my change my position for this, right? I do my wall walk. I'm in the same position. I do my hand, my hand release pushups. I do another wall, wall walk. And then I go back to my deadlifts. So we're going to, for this workout, the deadlifts at 205 for Brown, which means we got to build up to that. So we're going to spend some time reviewing and building the deadlift, reviewing and practicing wall walk and variations. Cause at the earlier levels, we have piked walk. Um, and then at uh, white and yellow, we're just doing inchworms. And I think, uh, is this a... Or is yeah, this... yeah, that's just a, a typo there. Okay, yeah. good. Um, should just so, be, should be copied down. Yeah, so looking at this, uh, this day, the goal, four plus rounds, breathe and burn. We can get an idea right away what the breathe and burn is going to be, right? A lot of shoulders on this one, pushing. Uh, so deadlift mm -hmm. and upper body push is the, the, uh, the level's considerations. Um, and so, yeah, Brian, how'd this one go? Yeah, this one's definitely, I think, the most interesting workout of the week, like the, the most fun workout to do because of those wall walks kind of right in the middle because everything's pretty fast. And even the wall walks, I was pretty surprised at how quick people were moving through. Uh, most people thought they would only do like two rounds of this workout because of the wall walks, but only one at a time makes it pretty accessible and pretty, uh, uh, I wouldn't say easy, but just a lot more manageable. In, in a workout. So keeping those deadlifts unbroken because we are getting ready for upper or low endurance. And like we were saying in the, the overview up there that will be sprinkled in, and this is where it's sprinkled in this week. So unbroken deadlifts, unbroken handstand pushups or hand release pushups rather. And then keeping those wall walks pretty crisp and consistent all the way through. So ideally you're just continuously moving for all nine minutes, pretty decent pace is required to hit four or over four rounds. Um, so you definitely don't want to be breaking any of this up, but, uh, keep in mind that if you do go too fast on wall walks, eventually that will catch up to you. So taking your time a little bit here, but hand release pushups and deadlifts should be a pedal down the entire way. And, uh, just a little note on this inchworms for mm -hmm. those inchworms at white and yellow, you're not doing the mobility portion that you normally do with inchworms, right? So it's not like you're stretching the hamstrings at yeah. the, the top end, just kind of getting in that position, doing the equivalent, right? So the inchworms loading the front up as much as possible, really thinking about that in terms of the pike walk, the wall walk, how can we make an inchworm more like a wall walk? You got to move your body weight forward and just be kind of briefing that with people. So they're not thinking about it yeah. as normal inchworms, right? Go yeah. Ahead. And for the wall walk too there, I know like the ideal is that we get, you know, our palms pretty much touching the, the wall, but as long as they're for us, we did within 16 inches, just to give, if people can stabilize and move well, if they can get within 16 inches of the wall, we, we allowed them to do wall walks, but we just don't want to have people that are like two, three feet away from the wall, barely getting up. Right. So just kind of make sure you have a hard cutoff on that. Um, and that could be different depending on your gym and population. Uh, but yeah, just so you know, we didn't do the, it's not, you know, palms to the wall or nothing. We still want to allow people to kind of have, uh, some exposure to this movement without the full skill of having to go all the way to the wall, if that makes sense. Yep. And then the extra credit 
bodybuilding strongman. We got hip thrust, dumbbell RDLs, uh, three to four sets. Again, four quality, right? So just rounding out this day if you do um, assign the extra credits. So that's your Friday. Saturday is uh, contact sports. We got five rounds. It's nine pull-ups, dumbbell, 12 dumbbell hang snatch at 50 and 35, 15 GHD sit-ups and 18 wall balls. Any break on the pull-ups or the wall balls has a penalty of 12 air squats. Okay, so a little bit of something to think about. I mean, the, the penalty is not so big, but we're just making sure that people are paying attention to trying to give themselves a little bit of a break before to focus on hitting these uh, unbroken. The goal is sub 18, breathe and burn is a system. We start this, the, uh, the prep part of this, reviewing pull-ups, making sure that everybody's good with the pull-ups and then reviewing the remaining movements and going over, uh, you know, getting everybody set up to do the workout. Now, Brian, how did this one go? Yeah, this one is definitely the hardest workout of the week. I think I, I know like most of the people complained about running in front squats, but that's not as bad as the, the penalties here with the wall balls and pull-ups. And, there, you know, there's a few people that got a little too overzealous on their wall balls and had to do a few sets of air squats. So you want to avoid that at all costs. And that's what pushed people over the 18-minute mark is adding those air squats on top of the wall balls. Because you got to think, right, if you break at 10 wall balls, then do 12 air squats, you're not just going to go right back and do the rest of your wall balls, right? Like that's going to be a pretty big time suck, at least a minute uh, added to a round. So make sure we're keeping everything unbroken and smooth. Don't rush through. Uh, even though the, the reps seem manageable, don't rush through uh, as fast as you can and, and risk those air squats. Take a few deep breaths after the GHG sit-ups before you start the wall balls. Keep those crisp and unbroken. Uh, but as long as you keep breathing and keep everything steady, this one won't be too bad as long as you avoid you know those those uh air squats this one's pretty pretty straightforward breathe and burn um just with that caveat of uh, of the penalty yeah so uh, upper body pull kettlebell neurological core api quite a number of mm -hmm. levels considerations for this one um but you know just mainly the upper body pull you know, kind of taking a look at that. Now, one note is the yeah. med ball sit-ups are in place of GHD sit-ups at the purple, blue, orange, yellow. Yeah, all the levels. way down. Yep. So, and white is doing ab, regular ab mat sit-ups. So just kind of keeping that in mind, right? Med ball sit-ups as the alternative <clears throat> or the uh, the scale down. And then uh, arm accessory, right? We got three, three sets for quality, barbell curls, banded tricep extensions, just getting those arms nice and pumped up for, uh, mm -hmm. I guess it's not summer anymore, but for we're Christmas, coming into for fall. Christmas photos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, either curls for the girls, and then I guess it's buys for the guys, maybe, I'm not sure. But um, the uh, <laughs> arm accessory, you know, rounding out all these holes that we, that we can develop and just uh, filling in those gaps. Then the extra credit, we got mobility, couch stretch, pigeon, scorpion, happy baby, right? So rounding out this, uh, the day, again, if you provide this to your clients to do. So that is uh, your Saturday, um, fun week, good, great week. Uh, and any questions that you have, please uh, either email us, post them in the group. And I have to mention this, something that is coming, coming which is, uh, if anybody's still listening to this at the end of here, but the, I should have announced this in the beginning, um, but the, an Easter egg. So in our coaching notes, 
or in our podcast, primarily in our podcast, uh, we're going to be putting Easter egg keywords. And if you know, if you hear us say a special word and we mention it and we say that it's the keyword, um, you will submit that uh, in the weekly survey. So we're trying to figure out a way to get more people to do the weekly surveys because it's tough because, you know, at first we had more people now we have fewer people and it's just, you know, you get into the groove. So we're trying to incentivize Please fill, fill out the weekly surveys. It really helps us. But additionally, we will be coming up with this, this way of uh, with the Easter eggs. Anybody who submits uh, the Easter egg keyword, we, you'll be put into a raffle and we're going to, whoever wins is going to get some sort of swag, some sort of gear, either like a hat or a shirt or a sweatshirt or something like that. We'll announce that in the group too. But anybody who's listening to this, you kind of have a head start because this won't be coming out for another couple of weeks, but we just want to let you know. So um, anything yep. else, Brian, that you have? Nope. I think, uh, I think I got it all out earlier. So good to go. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, again, if you have any questions, let us know, but we will see you in the group. Cool. See you guys.